enjoy the show. Yeah, so the internet finally figured out what I think a lot of us have known for quite a long, long time. What was that? That Florida is crazy. Mm. Yeah. It's that weird uncle that you try to avoid, not talk about. You see on the holidays. You have to see him on the holidays, though, right? But like, it's like, you know, every five to seven years because oh. this uncle doesn't necessarily show up to like, you know. He says them. he's going to show up. Right. And the mysteriously just Or he's doesn't. in, you know, that's what happens when you, you're in prison. Yes. Oh, the family doesn't talk about it, yeah. but Uncle John didn't show up He's this year. He's not coming this year. Yeah, yeah. He also lives in Florida, by chance. Yeah. Um, I once heard that uh, Florida was just uh, a haven for weirdness and um, fathers who were trying to escape child support. Mm. Probably both true. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Pop Not Soda, season five, episode six. I believe it's seven, Dan. <laughs> yes. Is it? <laughs> Shit. It's been a long weekend. It's been a long weekend for me. We'll get one of these. You know, my yeah, voice yeah. went up at the end. So it was like episode six. Uh, episode seven. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. We are going to be talking, I think, the first step in global domination by Disney. Uh, we are going to be uh, letting you all know who has made it to the second round of the Pop Not Soda bracket madness for the best horror movie of all time so make sure you've got your brackets ready to follow along with us later on in the show we're going to be talking google's new video game service uh some retiring athletes and celebrities and who else we would like to see retire Mm. for their sake or for our sake yeah and we're going to be talking dc's shazam that comes out uh, is it this week or next? You'll be listening to this on Monday, so yeah. it will be out this weekend. Yeah, yes. it comes out this week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but first, we are talking about <coughs> the viral Florida Man Challenge. Yeah, it's going hot. It is going hot. And uh, Brian, tell them, tell everybody on the uh, podcast what it's about. Sure. So I don't know how, or I mean, it, I guess when things go viral, there's really no how or real reason behind it. It just is what it is. The uh, mystery so this, of the internet. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so last week, this thing caught fire where it's the uh, Florida Man birthday challenge where you type in Florida Man and then your birthday to see which headline pops up uh, on your actual birthday. Again, why the fuck you would ever do this? Who knows? But it has resulted in some pretty hilarious search results and you know of course we wanted to uh, to do ours as well and mine's pretty lame so i'll go first um so apparently on uh, on my birthday which uh is an undisclosed date uh florida man rob store dressed as spider-man Ooh, so yeah, maybe that's, that's that's not bad yeah was this during the spider-man films well considering this was like 30 plus years ago uh probably comics are still prevalent which, Ooh, okay. which spider-man yeah. was he dressed as that's the question uh again i don't know that's if the OG video Peter recording Parker. technology existed <laughs> uh you know 34 years ago well so i've got one uh it is my birthday but uh it's only from last year but it happened on mm. my birthday and that is uh armed florida man yells get out of my country to two McDonald's customers. Hmm. That's that's pleasant. That's a real Florida headline. Yeah, that's a real American, right? Army. That does have some stank on it. I feel like he may have been wearing a red hat. I just can't believe that all this is going down in Florida with so many goddamn old people there, you know? And it's and it's so hot and humid. Yeah, that's How drives, do you have this energy? People crazy. Maybe that's it. It's it's just so hot people go insane. Yeah, and I'll tell you too. The thing is, they don't drink craft beer down there. There's not a lot of crap beer down there. It's all that it's all that kind of redneck white trash beer that you can operate off of. You can kind of function through the day. I've drank craft beer throughout the day, during the day when it's sunny and hot. 
I go to bed two hours after I've drank that. <laughs> right. They don't do that down there. But those Keystone Lights can, can carry you through. Exactly. Exactly. It's almost like a, a Monster Energy drink. My Florida man um, happened in July. Won't disclose the actual day, but uh, it is a gentleman. Florida man makes 911 murder call to get out of a traffic ticket. Mm. So basically this yeah, dude productive. <laughs> this dude got pulled over for speeding. Odd strategy. Um, thought he would call the 911 police or would call 911 twice to report a murder. Thought that the officer behind him with that lit him up uh, would respond to a priority call for the murder. Didn't happen that way. Did get uh cited for the speeding ticket and then got uh, mm. investigated for the uh mysterious 911 calls. The reward was not worth the risk there. See, I oh, wonder, because no. to me, like, that's not something that you would just think of in a split decision, you know? Like, that's something premeditated where you're like, all right, fuck it. Next time I get pulled over by the cops, I'm going to call 911 and report a, mor- a murder, get this motherfucker off my back, and just oh, yeah. be on my way. Yeah, you know? this isn't a first run-in with the law. This yeah. ain't no rookie shit. <laughs> no. This, this ain't no rookie shit. Um, I've had lots of friends do this as well this week, and some of the best ones that they had was uh, not only was screaming Florida man in Publix parking lot punching cars, he was naked. Yikes, that's a mouthful. Like I think you could play Florida man bingo, really, when you're yeah. at your next party. I yeah. think that that's the new Pop Not Soda game. Nudity, it's, it's, racism, yeah. uh, vulgarity. Fast food. Profanity, fast um, food. Uh, poor, like, uh, stupid crime. Sporting goods. Oh, sporting Always goods. seems to be sporting goods, too. Yeah. yeah. There, there was another that one. golf club. Florida man asks about stealing beer, learns it means jail. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Because that because apparently, uh, this guy was wondering if it was legal to steal beer. Oh, yes. Because legal to only steal in anything. Florida <laughs> would someone not comprehend what that means? Hey man, can I just take this? No, you can't. I I own this. And a uh, Florida man runs over elderly woman after stealing her purse. Mm, seems like overkill. Yeah. That's some Grand That's Theft some Auto GTA. Type of, yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, Florida's crazy. Do you think there's any other place like this that we don't know Germany. about? Germany? Germany? Yeah. Russia? I think I've Russia. Seen, I've seen some Russian Russia Love, videos Love too. Loveline yeah. used to always play that game, is it Florida or Germany, with different stories that they would have callers calling in. Mm. Okay. The, well, the craziest thing about Russia is that everyone's got a goddamn... A uh, camera, a dash cam, car, a dash cam, and so it just record. Like you hear these stories, and you're like, yeah, 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 okay. But then there's a video of goddamn everything you could think of, and you, I mean, hey, the video, stories then seem watered down. I've seen machetes, I've seen firecrackers, I've seen a lot of stuff come out of Russia. Oh, I've seen a fucking tank drive across a freeway, oh, yeah, like out of the snow. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Maybe yeah. that's the next one we look for is a uh, Russian man or woman mm. on your birth date. Yeah. And see what we can get. Yeah. Send us yours. Send yeah, us yeah. your, Send Russian, us your Florida man, yeah, your, your Florida. Russian mans. Yeah. Uh, let us know if you're playing uh, Florida man bingo at your next house party. Or if you stumble upon a different city, man, that, you know, is relevant to your birthday. I don't know too. if anything's going to beat Florida. Yeah. I know, right? I was thinking like Bakersfield, Bakersfield man. Yeah. But no, that would just all be cow related. Yeah. Yeah. But the Florida man joke has been like a running thing too yes. oh right? it has okay yeah yeah okay. oh yeah definitely yeah um i mean daniel dan, uh, dan. <laughs> donald glover i mean really oh, brought yes. it to light you know in uh in atlanta where they actually have a you know they think it's like like a boogeyman florida man yep because all of the headlines start with florida man oh okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. um also in the news this week is uh, Disney has finally completed their first acquisition um, on their path to global domination. Of and it was a pretty small acquisition. Right? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Tiny yeah. one. Yeah, chump change. <coughs> just, you know, 21st century thoughts and all of his assets. Yep. yep. So all think, of it. I think it was everything except century. for uh, sports and news. Yep. Yes, sports right? regional. They're uh, like, no, you guys keep that shit. Yep. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll take the rest. Which blows my mind too, because like on that note, if the if the what the court stepped in and basically said, hey, this is going to be a monopoly, you know, if you guys own the sports regional networks yeah. too. Um, but then if no one else bought, if they end up repurchasing them, was there any justice served 
if there's a Department actually, of Justice was supposed to stop so, them. So actually, there is like, news that um, a group that includes Ice Cube and LL Cool J and other investors are looking to purchase the Fox Regional Sports channels and networks. Ooh, okay, okay. So yeah, so, I really yeah. want that crack team of investors behind. I mean, yeah, that's what are we? Gonna sport Fire Festival L- two point oh. Just to think about uh, LL Cool J does have CBS money. Okay, because he's hosted every award show for them because they need someone of so color. The issue isn't that they have money. Show now, it's just like the, yeah, you haven't done anything in sports. So what makes me believe that you're going to be oh. able to? Yeah, credible source for that, yeah. Ice Cube likes the Raiders and the Lakers. Oh, two two wonderful teams, <laughs> very successful yeah. teams. These and the big years. three we can't forget yeah. about. Yeah, uh, the big but three. Just, <laughs> just to let you know, everything that Disney now owns. So it owns 20th Century Fox, which is one of the largest uh, film studios. Deadpool. Um, Deadpool so under too. those includes you know all of those Marvel. <laughs> um, just, just, and that's Deadpool. It. Yeah. yeah, Deadpool too. You know. Uh, <laughs> It also is struggling financially, but it has strengthened their competitors against MGM and Warner Brothers. So really, when you're looking at the film companies that are left, you've got everything Disney owns, Warner Brothers, uh, MGM, and Universal. Yeah. Uh, And Paramount, but Paramount's not going to last very long. I bet you Disney buys Paramount next. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's going to start becoming, I think, right? Continue to just become bigger and bigger right by your competition make better movies i mean that's honestly like why i am not uh you know in the slightest gonna fight them becoming a monopoly because they put out the best work the content is good yeah yeah i mean it it, it works so why not acquire more content to improve the level of content that they're i mean that they're acquiring yeah i totally agree on that level i think also what bothers me is like time, like going back to the sports networks too. Recently, you know, ESPN has been showing like when I don't see something on ESPN, I see a cornhole tournament or something like something <laughs> yeah. random like that. Like the a, ESPN, who can ATO shoot the rocket stuff. in the air the highest and, and stuff like that. It's just the science fair project tournament of the year. Just dumb stuff where it's like, okay, clearly they need regional content. This totally makes sense. And anything that I've ever seen Disney buy improves it right so i mean it, it makes sense don't be a dickhead and stop something that's probably good for the for the general public except for the few people that are trying to line their pockets for that extra you know million millions that they're getting yeah and uh the crazy thing too is the things that people don't necessarily realize that disney now owns and, and that includes having now 50 percent ownership of endemol shine group and that's the Dutch-based production and distribution company behind shows like Black Mirror and Peaky Blinders and the Big Brother franchise. Yeah. So now Disney has hands in production companies that affect Netflix and CBS. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, Interesting. they're string they're pulling. Big hits. Yeah, yeah so they're, they're string pulling on that It's too. not just the fact that their reach includes everything that Fox owns, but the fact that... Um, what sometimes people don't pay attention to is that production companies will produce shows that other networks buy. Like most mm-hmm. infamously is ABC is the production company that um, created uh, properties like uh, CSI and Scrubs, but didn't think it would be right for their network. So they sold it, they sold it off to um, CBS and NBC. And those ended up being two very successful shows. And so, there's a lot more reach behind the scenes that Disney has more than just, you know, they now have the Simpsons and the Marvel properties that they didn't have yeah. before. And we've always talked about this too. And I think it's, it's important to note again, like everybody's always grown up, our, especially our generation has grown up going Disney movies. It's kid, it's kid content. That's all yeah. it is. It's kids content, but make no mistake. I mean, this is a company that's owned dimension films since 1993 Miramax with them. So, I mean, they've, they've always, dabbled yeah. in the adult market and made money they didn't brand it as disney they created per se but touchstone just so they could make yeah, pg-13 I, movies yeah i mean so they've they've been smart about this you know for for yeah. decades now almost but three I, decades i think the biggest flats of power is going to be the fact that disney now owns 60 percent of hulu oh wow because they had 30 percent stake and now uh fox had 30 percent stake so now they've got 60 now they're just gonna yeah 
drive that ship too. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to play out. But yeah. speaking of that, uh, I mean, they okay. So ABC, ESPN, Touchstone, Marvel, Lucasfilm, A and E, the History Channel, Lifetime, Pixar, Hollywood Records. Don't know what that is. Vice Media, and Core Publishing. It's it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that is a lot of stuff. And I mean, that's that's Star Wars, The Muppets, MCU. <laughs> yeah, which well, is I mean, a little big. And I think the crazy thing now is, yeah, now they have Simpsons, they have Seinfeld, they have Family Guy, you know. I mean, it's literally anything you've seen on Fox or FX is now owned by the mouse. Family Guy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Family Guy. Imagine that. That's what's crazy. So what are you guys looking forward to when it comes to this acquisition? slash? Like, I'm interested to see where the characters cross over. If there are any crossovers yeah. or anything like that, what are you guys looking forward to when it comes to this acquisition and the doors that are opened with, with this acquisition? I want a live Deadpool character at Disneyland. Ooh. Talking shit. So Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Basically. Like, I, that's what I want. Do you have to venture into a different part of the park to, you just, know, do you just, have to sign off on a waiver going, no, hey, the, the, the best thing about Deadpool for the ears is that of, he breaks the fourth wall so he can just show up wherever. Yeah, that's true. And you're fine with letting him engage, be with himself with yes. millions Children? of kids. Yes, really. Yeah, let's do it, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Bob Iger's gonna fucking <laughs> sign up on that. That, or I just want them to put Deadpool. Like, you know how they have hidden Mickey's at Disneyland? Mm. I want hidden Deadpools. That so would like, be there's cool. just like that you're on. It's a sure. small world, and there's just de- somewhere Deadpool's hiding in the back, or you're in the haunted mansion, or you're on fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. And like, Dan, don't go much further with this. You need to get a job at the Disney marketing team. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that's, that. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah. That is a very good idea right there. How about you, Brian? Well, for me, I I hope and pray uh, that a certain collection of superheroes finally uh, gets gets their due in terms of a quality movie. And oh. uh, that is the Fantastic Four because that's, you know, a franchise that uh, they just haven't done justice to. And I have faith now that it's uh, it's under the, the mouse ears that we're finally going to get a solid Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, and do they... They don't do anything with these past ones. Oh, no. They just restart it. Yeah. Completely new cast and everything. Totally. Yeah. Um, and it's it's kind of funny too because if you remember the very first one, uh, you have Captain America is playing Johnny Storm. Oh, so Chris Evans, you know, played both characters, and then they, you know, most recently made Michael B. Jordan enter enter the yeah. Captain Captain. Never mind. Gonna, <laughs> I can't even say enter the Captain Captain America universe. Ah. Right there, like yeah. different iterations of that. Yeah, right. jeez, Louise, that took about thirty seconds to say. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Fantastic Four. I'm hoping we. Uh, who? We get who a new one. Any anybody you'd want to cast? Yes. So I've heard the only thing that I've heard is uh, is Reed Richards, um, the head like scientist. Uh, I've heard Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to fill in for somebody else again. <laughs> yeah. Justin, Jesse Smollett actually they, they fired uh, somebody at the last minute. They got Don Cheadle coming in. Uh, no, that uh, John Krasinski oh. uh, was like their target to uh, to play Reed Richards, and I think he could be uh, a really good addition to the to the Marvel universe. Yeah, that would actually be cool. Can you see anything? Because I think you're talking about something interesting too. Like, is there any other series that has been absolutely destroyed by different companies? That you would see Disney, you'd want to see Disney restart too. Well, I mean, Spider Man was recently. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um. I mean, X Men too. You know, X Men yeah. Apocalypse was bad. Garbage. And rumors are that Dark Phoenix is not is better. just as bad. Yeah. yeah. Garbage. So that'll be exciting to get uh, to get that changed or rebooted. Yeah. Um. Do you think Disney will finally? kill the simpsons see that's where i was gonna go with this man i really really i hope that this is opening the doors up for a simpsons crossover like simpsons crossover in the territories that they would never think about before star wars 
Yeah. Simpsons crossing over into the Star Wars. Well, what's crazy to think about is, I don't know whose dick he had to suck, but Seth MacFarlane somehow with Family Guy was able to, you know, he part he did those Star Wars episodes. He's done a bunch with like um He's fairy tales with stuff. the franchises. I mean, yeah, like somehow him and Disney are like, you know, shook hands and he's been able to do that. So it'll be, yeah, really interesting. Because, yeah, I mean, my thought is like the Simpsons will just go on forever because it still makes money, presumably. Yeah. I think that would be the only reason why they renew it, right? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, this is freaking entertainment. And, you know, if it makes money, they'll keep making it. Just keep it. Keep the cash rolling. Yeah. 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 I would. I would. I want to see the Simpsons or what you're talking about, too. Seth MacFarlane. Family Guy, them starting it to cross over into stuff too. They did it with Star Wars, but just other, you know, an X Men Family Guy, go. Family Guy, and <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Oh Ooh. god, something like that. Yeah. That would be very, very funny. I think. Yeah, hopefully the future opens those doors up. We'll see with this Disney acquisition. And, what it uh, has yeah. in store. Yeah, looking forward to it. Speaking of something else that I want to see, what it has in store is what I can now do with my Chromecast. <laughs> do you are you one of the ten people that owns one of those? Yeah. <laughs> hey man, I I was a early adopter of all the streaming and casting devices. So, so I, I, have, all, I have the OG because they're so cheap, right? They were like it was the original bucks. Chromecast was thirty bucks, and so I have the original. I have the original Chromecast still where it's great. I have the original uh, Amazon Fire TV stick, mm, okay, which I have. That's also a little jailbreak. I bought two. Chrome sticks for my uh, both my brother and my sister. I think they're still in the wrapping <laughs> from like 2010. What? I yeah. use that thing all the time. I know. I don't know I why. I used they... it today. Yeah, I kept on telling them like, no, you don't understand what this thing does. But I think now, you know, it's relevant. But you know, five five or six years ago, it didn't really make sense. Yeah. But big news with them, and yeah, well, I mean, Google uh, last week announced their new. I guess it's a, we could call it a streaming service. That's really what it is. It's a controller, and that's all, and your Chromecast. Uh, but they announced their new video game streaming service called Stadia, Stadia, which is the plural of stadium, apparently. Don't know why they picked it, but that's <laughs> fucking, fucking what, they, what they went with. Um, and, you know, they, they've just been touting around Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, and like all their demos and, and visuals. Um, I mean, granted, it's like a massive game, uh, but that's really the only thing that we have seen this thing uh, actually like stream. And it'll be interesting. Um, you know, they, they, they claim that it's a more, it has more processing power than the PS4 and the Xbox combined. Uh, like which is true, but it's also like a, it's not a console in your house. So th- what they're saying is like the data center that is pushing yeah. out this content is much more powerful than a console at your house. And it's like, yeah, no shit, it has to be. My question is, am I going to get the same resolution function? Yeah, even. which which like is not possible because the strength of your internet connection is going to determine. Like yep. with the quality you're going to be able to uh, to see this game at. So they're already saying the majority of people that use this aren't going to be able to get it to you know the top resolution. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I've I've seen this happen before. I think Android did this once with their uh, Nexus or Nexia. They had something that came out a couple of years ago. We actually they tried. Yeah, but... and I remember it was the Dark game that we played all together. Yeah, yeah. But I think that was the big seller, Towerfall. Oh, the crazy thing is that um, there's a lot of talk about how this service would basically be able to utilize Steam, and that's and so they're gonna leverage an already viable online system of remotely purchasing and accessing games to play. But it's but that's an interesting market to try to acquire too because these are already like when you when you talk to gamers that play PCs I would say a nor- like a majority of the people that I know that play PC gaming build their own rig quote yeah. unquote yeah they don't buy anything from the store so to think that they would rely on it like anybody's walking in and going you know I really want to play PC games I've heard about this Google Stadia I need to do this I I, I see like that's not gonna happen with Google. 
at least the way that they expect it to with the marketing that they've done so far. Well, that's probably not who they're going to market towards, right? They're trying to get after the casual gamer. It's not a hardcore right? gamer. Because, yeah, the who knows how much the service itself is going to cost. And if you're only going to need a Chromecast and a controller... And promoting Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> we know who you are, gamer. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah, I mean, if it's minimal stuff you have to buy compared to, you know, like a $2,000... Uh, computer, then that's probably who they're they're gonna go. So like how they they show this demo, it's actually pretty cool. It's like this guy's just watching a video on YouTube um, on Assassin's Creed, and then there is an option to play the game, and it literally just like takes you right into the game. So their like claim is that you're gonna be able to load into the game in less than five seconds, like from a live video on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Okay. So like syncing with other apps. That's something that Xbox and PlayStation 4 don't do well no, right, right now. And that's something that I think next gen is still now that we're talking about it next gen is still, next, next gen is still trying to acquire. But um that's yeah, interesting. There's a ton of that's potential where you could go potential wise. I think with the I think if you're looking at what the hottest system is currently in the United States really is the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And that's because it offers casual gamers a multitude of different experiences. And I think that's what you could end up getting with a system like this if it operates as well as they're marketing it. Because I think that's going to have to be the difference because there's already, like Brett said, other gaming systems that kind of work like this. So if you're, you've, one, got to bring the titles, and two, you've got to be able to really promise 4K without making sure that you're not like pirating, you know, fiber internet from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and what you're talking about too with the Switch, make it portable. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's a huge, well, huge all market you're appeal. Is your controller and your Chromecast. Like you don't even need a computer that's anymore. A huge point. So it will be. It will be. It you're going to be, be able to. Yeah. Okay. And like they even show the controller. Like you can put your phone into the controller and use the controller with your phone. Like much like the, uh, the, the Switch. Switch. Yeah. Okay. See, that's something that, yeah, that could bring success to this product. But what a lot of people are talking about is they haven't announced any. Of their own no, content, yeah. so it's literally just going to be like a Steam service, um, but you won't need a computer. You can just do it like from the Chromecast. And Steam service sucks. I mean, anybody that's played Steam service, you know that that universal controller support doesn't go to all the games. So I mean, you having to do that, it's an interesting thing. We'll see where the dice roll on this. Yeah, I really, really think. But I mean, Google. Then again, the last thing they've done are the Google Glass. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, yet to I mean, see that. On I was going to say Google's done some good stuff, but for <laughs> all of Google's successes, there are a handful of missteps. Yep, like Glass and Plus. Have you met anybody that has a Google phone? Yes, really, and they love it. Really, I know. I have. A, I actually have a handful of friends that have Pixels because I feel like that happened like two years ago. That was like people were buying them. Still oh, haven't met anybody no. that has one. I I know. I really did amount of yeah. people that have pixels, and if I didn't have an iPhone, I would have a Google Pixel. Yeah, and Dan, you're you're about five years younger than us. Is that your generation, or you think that's people? Uh, I mean, everywhere. I would say not eighty percent of the people I know are my age, and the twenty percent that I don't are a few years older than me. Okay, okay, makes so, sense of the market. But I think it's not a casual consumer. So these are people yeah. that either. I've always liked light forefront of technology or people that work in tech or social media. Yeah, I hear it. Well, hey, that was a good first half. Yeah, we're going to head to break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk Shazam. March Madness. Yeah, we got our bracket madness. And celebrities that we want to see retire because a recent celebrity just announced his retirement today prior yeah. to the to the uh, recording. He did. And here's a hint. Uh, everyone Brett says he's done in a Twitter fight with before. <laughs> yep. So lift that up before we come back. Boom. Catch you on the flip side. All right. Prepare yourselves to be very upset because if... Oh, oh special guest on the podcast. <laughs> Jeez Louise, Ron. Fucking Ron hey, Weasley is fucking everything <laughs> up right now. over here, man. Yeah, Brett and Allison's cat, Ron, decided to just headbutt Brian's mic. That's his guest appearance feelings. for the year. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. He wanted to get in on this. Oh, he, yep. fucking, this 
What yeah, is, debate. He's all about it right now. Yeah, he, he, he really wants up. to hear about the horror movies. Uh, but yes, if uh, this week on social media has been any indication, a lot of our listeners have strong opinions about our bracket. Yeah. yeah. They have strong opinions about who should move forward and who should win. And I had a lot of people asking me if I could just give away the winner before we even talked about it. That's not how it happens. Though. No, that's not how that works. Yeah. That wouldn't uh, be fun at all. So how this works is the mind trust that is the three of us at Pop Mount Soda. Mm-hmm. have come together with uh, about 47 different analytics <laughs> that we've compared for each movie. Yeah. And uh, we've thrown that shit out the window and we, just went yeah. with our gut feelings on what we de- yeah. determined was the better movie. That's what exactly. I was going to Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So pull out your brackets. You know, make sure you've, you've already predicted what we're going to pick as a winner. Uh, because we are going to announce the winners of the first round. This song is only second to the NBA on NBC song from yeah. the 90s. Also great. Yeah. Or maybe the Fots NFL song. Yeah. That with the robots? Pretty, yeah, with the robots. <laughs> oh, those, the robots. Yeah, we, they need robots. to kill those robots. Robots don't die, though. No, That's the problem. They yeah. live forever. Yep. It's dying. All right, here we go. So, get your brackets. Because in the matchup of the first round, which paired off Rosemary's Baby against Friday the 13th. The winner was Friday the 13th. Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Voorhees and Jason coming through to defeat uh, Devil. Rosemary's Rosemary baby. and her baby. <laughs> yeah, Rosemary and her baby. It was it, That's funny. It is uh, mother and child versus mother and child. Yeah. But yeah, so we've got... Uh, so ja- Jason slashed his way through to the next round. Oh, the puns will be heavy in this bit <laughs> for a few weeks. I didn't write any of these on W's on <laughs> s- slips, though. So Brian's not going to see my W's. <laughs> All right. In the Nets matchup, that paired 28 Days Later versus Poltergeist. Uh, the 80s classic Poltergeist won out. Yeah. So that will pair up Poltergeist versus Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. In the so next round. Mark those off. All right. Moving right along. We had Halloween. You could talk a little bit about why we... You want to maybe you Yeah. Or just, I mean, uh, maybe do a line or two. I mean, I think Poltergeist, we we talked about it. <laughs> uh, I'm ready to talk about Poltergeist, motherfuckers. Goddamn Indian burial ground. <laughs> Brian took it literally. <laughs> He's trying Charlie Sheen over here. Uh... Yeah, Poltergeist what we went with because it was foundational in uh, what you could see as haunting movies. Um, it really kind of summarizes that kind of cult fanatic, campy 80s horror. Yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, in 28 Days Later, definitely a strong movie, like a cool take on like the zombie For sure. environment, you know, post-apocalyptic kind of, uh, kind of setting. Uh, but like Poltergeist just, you know... It's, I think, a stronger movie in terms of just like the classic horror genre. Yeah. Like terror. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? uh, What's the next one, Dan? The next one was The Ring versus Halloween. This one was a little bit tough. This was tough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because The Ring, you know, really ushered in a new fan of horror. And it also, you know, really emphasize just how creepy little girls can be hard to do yeah. a pg-13 movie horror yeah twice. right yep um did it well and yeah. it was referenced throughout pop culture for the better half of a decade right yeah i think it really did start the scary little girl kind of run yeah uh, you know uh but um but yeah i mean we we had to move through h a double l o w double e n and that's There's just so many John iconic Carter things about Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, uh, the slasher, the final girl, the pacing, the score, the steady shot. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it it was that first uh, you know babysitters when when the parents yeah, aren't home, right? I mean, and it's kids, Halloween. Kids Halloween don't is, die. You know, horror Halloween. It's it's one in the same. You know, yeah. and uh, in the Nets matchup, we did have another pairing of classic movies, which included Alien. And the Exorcist. Mm. This was this is controversial. I feel like because the three of us were in a consensus though with what should move forward. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I think it was an easy consensus. We all agreed. I mean, yeah. You guys, you want to? I think some traditional sh- horror fans may be upset that we went with the with Alien. Yeah, I mean, I challenge you, go watch The Exorcist, and then watch Alien, and tell me what's a better movie. And the big thing is what we were talking about too when we, when discussing this Alien. There was always a safe house in horror films prior to Alien. You know, there was always a place. Where do we go to escape this thing? Or destroy this thing. Alien didn't have that. The Exorcist just leave the house, leave the daughter behind. <laughs> just burn the goddamn just, house down just, hey, with yeah, her. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. All good. Right. Problem solved. All right. We had uh, <laughs> on to the next five minutes. <laughs> one of the. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave that. One of the more recent. Burn this bitch alive. Let's <laughs> <laughs> turn into an Eminem song real quick. Uh, we have one of the more recent entries into the kind of this genre of horror, which was Hereditary, mm. versus. Uh, the quintessential classic, Psycho. Yeah. And, of course, Psycho moved moved on. Yeah. I will Had say, uh, I did say this before the, we went on the air, is that Hereditary does have one of the most shocking moments in film if you haven't seen it. Uh, so I do suggest give it a watch. But it is... It is fucking weird. I'm just... Like, it's good... But then it almost gets so weird that you're like, is this good anymore? I don't know. What is life? Yeah. Well, I mean, just a tough draw against Psycho, which just has... The OG. I mean, the, shower the scene, most iconic the... murder scene in movie history, probably. I mean, one of the more and then one of the biggest twists, too. Yeah. yeah. It's a good horror movie when you take a safe environment and make it very, very scary. A shower. Yeah. Yeah, like the, I mean, the most like safe place. That's where I do my deepest thinking. In the shower. One of the more iconic scenes is uh, when the uh, the police officer gets stabbed and he's falling down the stairs. Arborgast. Yeah. Yep. Know that great, movie much great too well. Great Hitchcockian yeah. film right there. Um, next up, we had Paranormal Activity versus The Babadook. Yeah. Two and newer movies. Yeah. Yeah. Newer films, Both I think. within the last 10 years. Yeah. One's doing more of the conjuring. One's doing more of the found footage type of thing, which another runner was in with our uh, brackets. Yeah. We agreed, I think, that... Um, it was Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity. Yeah. yeah. Good that left that. friends of mine in the theater crying yeah. at the end of that movie. I mean, it was, I mean, we were talking about this before, and for a found footage film, it was really well done. You know the effects, uh, the the I thought the pacing was great. Like it felt real too, which is always hard to do yeah. if you're going to incorporate, you know, like um, spiritual and outerworldly things within like a found footage yeah. style. And I mean, just some of those shots too, where you know the guys like is it? The, no, it's the wife, right? who becomes possessed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, she's, like, getting out of bed and, like, standing and staring at him in the bed. I, I mean, just some really, really creepy... The creepiest stuff so. is, like, the things that happen during the night that you would never realize happened because somebody was, like, a spirit was fucking around your house when you were asleep. Well, yeah. no, make no mistake, too. I mean, like, how, how hard, like, what they achieved with that film is incredible, too. Because yeah. imagine trying to sell, sell that film because Blair Witch is what you sell found footage on. Right. And you go, where did these characters go? That's what's interesting about the footage they found or whatever. Then you go, well, I'm going to do a movie about stationary cameras <laughs> in a home. Well, where are they going to go? They're not going to go anywhere. They're just going to cycle just gonna through the camera living. feeds. And that's what's going to happen. Right. Like it's like they're going to be going to sleep, and that's going to be the most exciting part. Of exactly. The movie. And how you make that? They went to motion cameras in the third one. I mean, the one the guy picked up the camera, started walking around with that. But for the first two films, they're literally stationary cameras, and they yeah really make it scary as hell. Yeah, it so, was it, it, well executed. It, it, I just remember watching that movie in the theaters. And uh, when a scene would end and it would transition to be like night 17, the whole theater would just go, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) There was just this big reaction. And I think that's why, you know, we had to move it along. Yeah. Good job. All right. In the Nets matchup, we had another Stephen King classic, Carrie, versus the female-driven horror movie, The Descent. Yeah. And I think... uh Again, we might surprise some some classic movie lovers because we moved the descent through. Um, sorry, Carrie, you're just still not that interesting. 
Um, but please don't kill us. Uh, and you know, I think the descent was cool because number one, it was a, I think an environment that has really never been done before. Yes. Right. Like yes. a, a cave. So if you don't know the descent, um, cause it's kind of an obscure movie, it's about these like, um, explorers and they all, all like females women who like to like go uh, whatever it's called like spelunking spelunking so they go like spelunk in this cave also a fantastic video game keep going <laughs> <laughs> and uh they end up you know of course like losing their line and they fall in and they can't get out so it's them this the movie is them trying to survive in this cave and then them stumbling upon these like weird like bat people because they have been living in this cave for so long like they don't they've developed other senses and like you know can't really see but they can like hear they're basically like really backwoods redneck mole people yeah yeah exactly and it's like it's really violent and and uh thrilling and uh if you haven't seen it i would definitely recommend it uh and it you know the ending is uh is great too because it uh, it kind of has a, a good twist so uh, i mean for like those reasons we had to move it through and like personally like carrie like it's a you know classic story right the the kid gets picked on and she um you know finally snaps and gets her uh, her revenge um and it, you know of course you have that shot of her with all the uh what's it like pig's blood or whatever that yeah. they dump on her at the at the dance or the prom um, so, you know, classic movie, but, um, and if you're going to go see Carrie, thing about Carrie that they gave John Travolta like a leading role <laughs> in that film. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, speaking of, uh, things that have a lot of plastic in them, like John Travolta, child's play was up against the shining. Yeah. And uh, Stephen King uh, definitely moved ahead in this one. Well, I wouldn't say Stephen King. I would say Stanley. Well, and yeah. Stanley Kubrick. Because right. Stephen King does not like The Shining, um, that that iteration of The Shining. He hates Kubrick's movie of, of The Shining. But it it revitalized horror, I think, too. It did something psychological that you hadn't seen up until that point. Well, to me, I mean, it's it's still to this day the scariest movie that that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there there's parts that stick with you for a while. Yeah. Yeah. For Him me staring the, out that the window. Bathroom scene with the detained flesh for I me mean, like yeah. I couldn't I mean the twins, uh, I mean uh, when he uh, finally like loses it and then the you know the maze outside yep. and oh yeah, uh, and the maze is just him the kid. Him staring when the wife and the kid are playing outside and you can tell he's like losing it, but he's trying to grip himself back through the window. That's I think one of the scariest uh shots of that that movie too yeah. yeah all right we're heading to the other side of the bracket and we got steven spielberg's jaws versus night of the living dead mm. and uh the great white uh one out on this one yeah water wins we're gonna need a bigger bracket for uh jaws moving forward like we were talking about jaws what psycho did with showers jaws did with sharks yeah I don't people know went out and murdered sharks sure. yeah <laughs> and they were afraid of the ocean goddamn japanese <laughs> brian could say that yeah <laughs> wait uh, what shut no. up <laughs> half half of me can yeah. there it is comfortably say it uh yeah and, and jaws was a phenomenon too because it it really set the tone for horror movies where i think halloween did this as well where you would uh there were particular music cues for mm. tension yeah. yeah so you knew when you heard that that shit was gonna get intense yeah, yeah. the music was a character yeah another character also too a, like a dynamic cast of characters that are yeah. trying to tackle the monster too which you don't see often usually no. a bunch of just useless kind of teenagers or whatever up until that point and then it was like no let's you know we got a fisherman we got a Drunken. But, uh, yeah, marine biologist and then right. the sheriff of the town. Yeah. Like, it's it's a good pairing. It is. Yeah. Um, and here we go with Scream versus A Quiet Place. And I was upset when this got pulled to be the matchup in the first round. Mm. Because d- now A Quiet th- Place is fantastic. I think about it now, too, just hearing the titles, and that's a pretty yeah. funny. Scream versus A Quiet yeah, Place. Yeah. 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 The character that talks the most in probably any movie I've ever seen in my life, Randy. Versus 
no dialogue, no dialogue at all. whatsoever <laughs> versus no dialogue whatsoever. This one was hard too because there's no respect. To, I mean, no disrespect to a quiet place. No, and John Krasinski's film, the writing is tight, the pacing's tight. Yeah, the sound editing, like Paranormal Activity too. You acquired something that on paper looks ridiculous. Right, you can't make that. Sounds successful. like a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah, but he did it, and he did it right. Fortunately, though, yeah, I, I remember. Mean, yeah, Scream. Scream yeah, was the Scream. first R-rated movie I ever saw. Kevin Williamson in the dialogue through that entire thing. He wrote Dawson's Creek. He yeah. wrote that. I mean, he was he was sharp witted. He knew exactly how to write for you teenagers. You know what line sticks with me too every time is Matthew Lillard when uh, he's like starting to bleed out and shit's going crazy and uh, they've lost Sydney and they're running through the house and he's starting to cry. He's like, "My parents are gonna be so mad at me." It's like, yeah, because these you realize they're, they're fucking seventeen-year-old kids yep. yeah. murdering people. Yeah. Even though they look 25 because they're 25. <laughs> right. But they're 17-year-old kids, and it's just that thing of, like, they don't even grasp what they're doing. And, and make like, that's and, Wes Craven, too, yeah. that made that. Who are, also did, like, The Hills Have Eyes. Like, did, last traditional, the did mm. traditional horror, and then basically tagged with oh, the and, right screenwriter and, and was like, uh, hey, we'll revitalize this whole thing. Nightmare on Elm Street is also Wes Craven. Yes, yeah. that is true. We're yeah. going to make a horror movie. About a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which was brilliant. Like, kids obsessed with horror movies, which, I mean, yeah, I remember those kids in high school, too. And I think it's one of the first horror movies where the audience was written into a character in Randy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You um, do have your, your, like, your omnipotent observer or whatever yeah. just kind of narrating the whole thing as it's going on and going, no, don't go there. Yeah. Why would you go there? Why would, the right. fuck would you do that? <laughs> a gun? Yeah. That doesn't happen. Yeah. If you want to know what what it's like going to a movie with Dan, watch the stream. With Randy. Yeah. Bastard. All right. We have the OG Pet Cemetery versus Sam Raimi's Evil Dead. And this was another tough decision. Uh, we talked about how Pet Cemetery has been um, so referenced in uh, many different facets of pop culture. Yeah. I mean... Uh, you don't go down now. Yeah, Brent doesn't you don't go down now. Uh, <laughs> That's a warm up. You sound that. way more yeah. like the South Park yeah. impression yeah. of that guy yeah. than yeah. the actual guy. But yeah, and um, you know why pet cemeteries are bad or evil? Like I know I, this thing has been referenced in you know lots Ground of Ground Sour. <laughs> <laughs> I love when we had get uh, impressions, from, Brett. Yeah, <laughs> Brett's impressions. Uh, but in the end, Evil Dead. Uh, what that movie did on the budget, the way that film was made, uh, the practical effects they used, Bruce Campbell almost dying, like everything that goes into the Evil Dead, and plus the fact that Evil Dead, for the time period in 1981, really stepped up the gore factor. Yeah, um, definitely is why it uh, it's moving on. Just shows like what a production value can do. Yeah. I mean, like a clever, clever production value can resourceful. do. Resourceful. Yeah, like we we don't spare budget. I mean, we don't spend a lot here we do it all on production effects and to be Practical. fair the evil dead's reach into pop culture uh expanded then into almost that horror comedy genre yeah. with yeah. uh evil dead 2 it's brilliant to me that like somebody goes like hey sam um we can build another wall for the shot yeah that's probably gonna cost more than the bucket of blood that i need <laughs> yeah uh, let's get more buckets of blood yeah it was always the buckets of blood were the priority. Yeah, yep. yeah absolutely. <clears throat> but then Ash versus um, Evil was, uh, you know, twenty five years later, thirty almost thirty years later. Right. They came out with a TV show. Well, you can't forget Army Campbell. of Darkness, which yeah, in, in my view, I think, I think is the best of the three. Yeah, changed that entire the entire tone of that franchise. Yeah. It's just like yep. we're just yep. gonna go with it. Yep. Yeah. And you know what's funny is a recent horror movie that I think tried to do the same thing is, uh, if you haven't seen it, is Happy Death Day. Oh, so yeah. So go oh, see that because with the, yeah. se- the sequel, it tried to do that uh, Army of Darkness jump. Interesting. All right, here we go. We've got the classic Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus the pioneer in the found footage horror, The Blair Witch Project. Ooh, and man, this one was tough for me because I think I, I lost this one. And I think we all have strong feelings about this one, but you guys made great points about this. Blair Witch scared the shit out of me yeah. when yeah. I saw it. I think it scared the shit out of everybody. Yeah. I I mean, just... If you saw that movie in theaters, because I know a lot of people are like, oh, that movie 
who who said after the fact seeing it like oh that movie was so stupid i can't believe it was ever a thing you didn't see it in theaters when like you knew nothing about it yep. because if you did that last shot oh yeah i mean is terrifying the dude standing in the corner you know sees him camera drop cut scream yeah yep. and what's so strange about that too is like i think about that and they interview probably like five or six people leading up to that premise before they go into the woods or whatever but that's the one story that kind of sticks and then you realize like an hour later you're like oh come came around to that point it was hard to let this one up but you guys made some great points leatherface (laughs) and and particularly when talking about texas chainsaw massacre just like jaws it took something that people were comfortable with and that was driving cross-country road trips uh and hitchhiking too to a point and basically it was like well guess what happens when you stop at the wrong person's house yeah you get chopped up eaten and turned into furniture and the scene there's the shot of Leatherface running after the van carrying the chainsaw is just peak horrible oh absolutely terrifying yep you did it good job so Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you move forward. And again, we've got another matchup in the first round against two very recent entrants into the horror genre, and that is Jordan Peele's Get Out versus It Follows. And uh, this was another consensus page of Get Out. Get Out is just... It if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Out. Yeah. It Follows is good, and it's creepy, but it maybe could have been some other uh, movies that were in this bracket, but it was not going to be Get Out. You got paired yeah. up with the Duke. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Basically. <laughs> yep. Dunzo. And uh, not to be confused with It Follows, but. Just It. It, uh, the 2017 version, the theatrical release version, went up against uh, Brett's favorite movie, Saw. <laughs> hey, <you> James Wong. <laughs> yeah. I bet there's going to be a lot of people that are mad about this. This one. is, I think, the one that's going to cause controversy. Yeah, probably. Because Saw did has spun like a seven or eight film franchise. Too many. Um, and Jidsaw, I think is a, uh, what you would say is a horror icon. Like, uh, you know, when you think of horror villains, that doll nope. gets brought up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. And the, uh, want to play a game yeah. is very seven days ish, you know, very referenced. However, uh, if you have not seen it, another Stephen King classic novel, uh, this film basically capitalizes on the popularity of stranger things mm. and that rem you know that 80s kids going on an adventure just like goonies but throws an evil murder clown into it and does it really really well yeah i mean that's really what it is it is a great coming of age story with these kids uh who like you know end up finding each other with the fucking creepy ass clown just randomly sprinkled into their lives yeah, yeah. and and uh, the acting is fantastic in it. Oh, by absolutely! By all the parties. Yep. The whole the why I liked it too was the like it, it gave so much story to the Losers Club. Yeah. Which you didn't have in the first like no. in the like it was in all the Tim television Curry series. It was one. just very yeah. yeah. It was very very character dominant with it, but this gave a lot of character to yeah the yeah. ones that are challenging it and yeah. It was very well done because it is the manifestation of the scary things that the characters care about. Yep. So yeah, care about without the characters, the characters there is no it. there is no it. Yeah. So care about the characters. There's just yeah. Tim Curry dresses. Yeah, I mean they, they <laughs> which is scary. It. It's enough yeah. in itself. Exactly, right? they they hit it right with a good casting on that one. But so here we go. We've got la- uh, two last matchups of the first round, and that pairs Cabin in the Woods versus Nightmare on Elm Street. I think this is going to be the other one that upsets people. <laughs> is that uh one two Freddy's not coming for you no more because we went with what is one of the greatest love letters to the horror genre, and that's Cabin in the Woods. Like Scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's very well done. It The references are off the chains. You have to pause. Like, it actually has one of the most paused uh, moments in film, which is the glimpse of the whiteboard for all the villains. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that has been paused. It's in the top ten most paused moments of film. Yeah, so I mean, another movie that you m- might not have even ever heard of uh cabin in the woods but i would definitely recommend to go see it because yeah much like scream i mean it's a horror movie about the cast is great a horror movie. the writing is great a lot of characters in it that uh you would recognize including um you know thor himself uh 
he he's skipping his workout regimen for this movie, <laughs> but uh, you know, still uh, dashing as ever. Um, so yeah, so Freddie, sorry, bro. Maybe next year. Yeah, yep. go get a facial. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> the last, <laughs> the last scary Terry reference. Yep. Shout out to Scary Terry. The last matchup <laughs> for the first round is John Carpenter's The Thing versus Brett's third favorite movie, The Conjuring. <laughs> I don't know why James Wan is even on here. We shouldn't have never put James Wan on here. Saw I mean, is a piece of shit. Anybody that <laughs> wa- likes that movie and argues against that thing... But, like, or w- once that one at Nieces Pieces yes, yeah yes. exactly Will, I, I will take you on with Saw being better than any of these films on this thing anything James Wan has ever done but The Conjuring no <laughs> Patrick Patrick Wilson yes I think yeah uh, re- nah. and then uh, Tom Brady's uh, baby mama right no Is, no it's not, not her, her. no oh. it's, uh, it's the older Oh, sister you're right. of the you're right. It's the Departed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, bad, right, right. my bad. Vina right. Farmaggi, Vera yes. Farmaggi, yes. yeah, or whatever. Um, I don't know that type this of horror. Didn't do it for me. Yeah, I mean, comparatively to the thing, w- which is just such a, you know, a great horror movie for where it's located. Uh, the the presence of like something outerworldly. Um, you know, not really knowing what's going on. And, but then them revealing it kind of early on. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then that being the actual scary part about the movie, right? It's not the actual thing because, like, you've seen it. It's who it, like, who it's the who thing do, is it. Who can you and trust? the practical yeah. effects of the thing. Oh, when the like surgery. The practical it... effects of everything, any more metamorphosis in yeah. the thing is insane because it's not CGI. Yeah. No. It's not CGI. And that's, like, something that, you don't see these days. You and you just get classic, I mean, beautifully flailing Kurt Russell hair in it too, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he, it flows like it's... it's peak, peak Russell. Yeah, peak, peak Russell, Russell for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, and it Head is... Head and one, shoulders it's one, of the, right it's one of the first horror movies that gives you the, are you sure you know what the ending is? Also true, yeah. Yeah. Are, like, it leaves the audience with yeah. the... How are you feeling about this? Which is brilliant because they read they did a sequel to it. That's right. And then surprise at the end wasn't a sequel. <laughs> we'll leave that to you. Yeah. Yeah. Was so it? yeah. Let us know your thoughts on what we, you know, did this round. Who won? Who are you upset about that lost? Who yep. do you think deserved a better shot at the title? Again, direct all of those complaints to at Nieces Pieces Absolutely. on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I'll take them all on. Yeah, <laughs> or I have pop underscore not soda. Yeah, um, and make sure you're listening again next week because we will have the next round of winners in our bracket madness. Because it's unpredictable. You you don't know what we're gonna go with, how we're yeah. feeling that day. What Much we like the actual bracket. What we deem is the better movie is what goes through. So we're keeping you on your toes. It's madness. All right. <laughs> Uh, before we head out, there's one last topic we want to talk about on this episode, and that is uh, there is an, an athlete, celebrity, I think he, he encompasses both of those, Yep. that has just announced his retirement from the National Football League. Yeah. And that is none other than uh, f- uh, forever frat boy himself, uh, Gronkowski. Good old Gronk. The Mr. Gronkster. Robert Gronkowski. Yep. Robert. Bobby. Bobby Gronk. Yeah. You think old Bobby Handjob had anything to do with this? <laughs> Maybe Bobby Gronk saw Bobby Handjob in the news and was like, you know what? I'm just going to cut my though. ties. I'm it's, good. I'm it's done time to go. We got a Super Bowl. I'm, <laughs> I'm out. See you guys. Well, also, I'm pretty sure his batch is just completely gone. Oh, yeah. Well, he won't I mean, be dropping any people's elbows, too. People's yeah. elbows, too. So... Uh, you know, we're talking about, we're thinking maybe he does the WWE. Yeah. Uh, maybe he goes into pornography. Um, <laughs> or, you know, he tries Movies. dancing with the, you know. Cruise party the, management. The Bachelor. I don't know what he's yeah. doing. Oh. Yeah. That's right. Hey, Jesse Palmer did that. Yeah. Does he Retired feature, and then went to the Bachelor. Does he feature as a celebrity at uh, Vegas events? I legitimately oh, like, see uh, him. Oh, like getting paid club. to party? Yeah, like yeah. paid to party. Oh, yeah, dude. I For totally sure. see him paid to party. Yeah, I bet you he's going to yeah, have his own cruise. Yeah. The, remember, he already had his own cruise, so yeah. I bet you he's going to yeah. have another one. Yeah. Um, but it's birthday party at Tao. <laughs> it got us thinking. I mean, you have your own parties, Brett Republic. Yeah. So 
Oh, you you're wait just for as famous one. as Gronk. You wait for the one this year. Uh, you guys thinking, what other celebrities would we like to see retire? And uh, yeah. for our benefit or for theirs. Right. Because yeah, you know, he's retiring at the, uh, the ripe old age of 30 years old. Uh, so, you know, we were thinking it doesn't necessarily have to be someone like at the tail end of the career. It could be potentially somebody, uh, who is like just starting or at the peak. Yeah. Maybe at the peak and it's a good time to check out. Um, so for me, uh, who I would like to see retire and it's just with a really, uh, heavy heart that I could even say this out loud, but, uh, Mr. Dave Chappelle, Ooh. I uh, I would like to see hang up, and that's solely because Dave Chappelle will never change. So yeah, I was gonna and say he's successful, Brian. Why would you say this? Because he's never gonna change, and I'm just worried that in uh, today's very uh, you know sensitive uh, society that he might say some shit where he's not gonna be able to come back from, you know, and then he's gonna not only stop doing comedy because he'll just like be over it. He'll be like people are too fucking sensitive. Uh, there also might not be an opportunity for him to like come back. People just might be like, okay, you know, he is a 50 year old comedian, like no more market. Let's write him off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That would, and he's like, and like, if he just stopped today, like he's got plenty of content, right. Yeah. That we could, we could still enjoy for forever. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Brett, we know we got a long list over here. So, uh, who I want to see retire. Let's, let's keep it. I'll tell you, she, she hit the peak of her career. She was phenomenal in it. Jesus, I haven't I seen it God yet. Damn it, he's gonna. Say I it. haven't seen it yet, but she was so phenomenal. Mrs. She should just Bradley retire. Cooper. Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> she should just. She should just walk off into the sunset. That's who you're going that with. That was such a you high a moment wish of her anyone, career. And you're going to go with she Lady should, Gaga. I, I, I would like to never see her again. I mean, <laughs> I she has such a good career. We could. We could have heard a star is born. Keith Olbermann. That Kevin Hart. You know, the violin is from Yellow Card. Yeah. <laughs> Like Lady Gaga is my target this year. That's, but Lady Gaga acting, Lady Gaga acting, or just or just any, being Lady oh Gaga in general, everything. just Lady, just, Lady just all Lady yeah, Gaga. Yeah, she, she, I mean, she just she go, so she was so good in that you in that she film. Just go away. That was the peak of. The, I mean, just let's let's let her ride off in the sunset okay. and never all see right, her again. All right, all right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I have I, I I know who should retire. Just like Zack Snyder and Superman. <laughs> just go out on top. Yeah, just and it's actually it's actually um. Three, three, three celebrities. Are they that triplets? Retire. No, Are but, they in a band but they're all related Hanson. somehow. Um, and this is how they're related because they all make terrible fucking music. And uh, the three bands that should just retire and never pick up an instrument again. Oh, so you ju- you just decided you're gonna have three yeah yep yep because because you'll understand why because they're all the same dan's dan's the guy that if you're the dealer at the table you go all right one for you one for you um excuse me sir i need two more <laughs> yeah yeah no, no. Th- that's not how this game <laughs> this works this is what it is uh, excuse me sir i'm changing two the more rules because <laughs> because uh, i don't like this one you take it back <laughs> it's it's the three off brands of what we would say are nickelback is fans. Nickelback one of them? No, because they should just die. I don't want them to retire. They just need to die. All right, Dan, retire them. This is it. It's Florida Georgia Line, the Chainsmokers, and Imagine Dragons. Boom, retired. They they all need to retire because really? they're all just the they're all the Nickelback of their genre. Yeah, they're 100. percent They make the exact same song, 20 different ways. They marketed it as a new song, and that's it. Florida Georgia Line, Imagine Dragons, and, and the Chainsmokers. Yeah. Chainsmokers, and it's all just what's the popular sound in the genre they're in. How much do we pay you to go to a festival with those three? You I hear they announced the Kaboo lineup. <laughs> <laughs> they might all be on it. <laughs> you can't. No. No, you just wouldn't. No. Would no, you throw they're terrible at the stage. Well, if I got bad stage if passes, you, if you, where I could injure them, yes. No. If you got arrested, would you throw something at the stage? If I didn't get arrested, or if I did, get if you did get would arrested, would you? Would no. you? No, because really, awesome. yeah, because they're not. Oh worth no, it there to are me. bands that I would get arrested for. No, no, really, no. yeah, I would throw something at them, like yeah. not like personal injury, but yeah. I would, I would. You know, it's funny. I would get a score. I would get escorted. There, maybe that. I would okay. risk getting escorted. escorted. Out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yes. fair. Yeah. yeah, I've seen two out of those three acts. You've seen the Chainsmokers and you've seen Imagine Dragons. I have. 
Okay. Guess what? I've seen Florida Georgia line. <laughs> so <laughs> we've got all three. No shit. Yeah. And and with our powers combined, terrible, yeah. we we can retire them. We yeah. can retire the music industry, the yeah. shitty music industry. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode Retire of Pop episode. <laughs> Uh You can catch this episode just like every other episode um, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, at popnotsoda.podbean.com. Uh, and new episodes come out every Monday. We do have um, some sad news uh, for the two fans that liked Brett. Uh, Brett will be taking a short leave of absence during the baseball season. He may yeah. pop in from time to time. But uh, our third chair will be open. So yeah, we'll be having straps aren't going to wash themselves. <laughs> we'll be having some <laughs> some guest hosts on some uh, and just some some other just. I'm guests. gonna miss you guys. I, yeah. I seriously am, and it's only because of work. It's only because of work. I, I have to do a lot of work during the baseball yeah. season and everything like that. I've been thinking about it though. Maybe I'll drop in some weekly segments on you guys, or yeah, just yeah. like just drop in a recording and see. see and we won't play it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> see guys, it's file this in the corporate folder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. No, no, no. But yeah, so Brett uh, is not leaving the show. He is just taking a little uh, break. Right. Yeah. For another summer break. Yeah. Yep. Like last year. Yeah. And uh, so we'll Brian and I will pop nuts out of We'll it. keep the diet version <laughs> going, and like I said, we'll have some some uh, unique flavors with some guest hosts and some guests that'll uh, try and fill Brett's third chair. But we'll miss you, Brett. Yeah, thank um, you very much. So make sure you go and just tweet at him as much as you can about his horrible this. Uh, opinions on Lady Jaja and uh, movies. If you and disagree li- with yeah, him, yeah. at Nieces Pieces on Twitter. Boom. At Nieces Pieces <laughs> on Twitter. Bring it. Uh, and until next time, as Brett says, we will catch you on the flip side.